Chapter 18 All the Light That Is Left I rose from the tomb when she lifted me into the beyond, and behold, everlasting clouds covered the link between heaven and earth that was severed down below. The divine source reached lower, while all the light that was left waited on the land as these bright threads gathered in communities around the earth. This light that was left glowed like fireflies shining among the darkness of corruption and ego that was focused on wealth and material worth. All that heaviness created a dense storm that the mother looked out upon. These clouds were filled with electric energy, but there was no thunder loud enough to wake the ignorant ones. There was no lightning that would last long enough to reconnect heaven and earth for good. The permanent connection was gone, and it was difficult for these brave souls to endure such wicked times, but still they glimmered where we saw the light that was left continue on. She tapped the ankh in my heart when I saw her form shift into a stunning energetic woman who protected both Nirvana and Samsara. And so I asked the woman with lotuses at her feet, Who are you? I am Blue Tara, she said. Chaos will give way to a higher order of love. Let there be peace in your heart. I see a vision of our united, protected, and authentically expressive future. You have every right to feel hopeful, happy, and secure in our destiny. I waited while her energy came together in the essence called Dharma, and this woman's power was beyond what I understood, and so she was the great protector of nature and creation, which was a sacred mandala. Her totality had no form low enough to sink into that earthly consciousness as she was, for she was so pure that this immense presence would incinerate any layers laid upon her. There was no body where her form could fit, since her soul had graduated over many lives to the very peak of Bina's pillar. But still I looked down in desperation at the community of all the light that was left. Her reign cried as she created a wind that sprung forth like a pack of wild horses galloping while thunder and lightning crashed on. If only the people could see her signs. If only the smog could clear, they'd discover the path, and there they'd find the truth that had been lost long ago. Then maybe, just maybe, those of the lower realms could find harmony and connect with all life that grows. After a moment of stillness, I felt a ray of light permeate from her eyes when the blaze began to seep into me. Her gaze was the gateless gate, and so it was her morning star that needed to be set free. Go forward on the path. Take up my swords and keep one in your hand. Carry the current of God's lightning downward to earth, and I will provide the energy to enlighten the land, she said. And before I go, tell me, beloved, what is true love? Conscious love is where you have found that place in yourself which is love, and you are a statement of that love, and your every action is not consciously designed to assert that you love everyone and everyone loves you because you are love. Then there is no more need for anyone to love you. All you experience is a feeling of flow with everyone in the universe. You are in love with the universe. You are not actively loving, but you are in love. You exist in that space of conscious love, which is Christ's love. That's what this whole play is about. 
There's no neurosis or need in that. For you to become that, you have to give up the stuff inside of you that keeps you from being it. And the major thing is your self-unworthiness. Most of your personality was built upon your unworthiness. Just let it go. Every time something comes up that makes you feel unworthy, or where you assert your unworthiness, offer it to me and say, Here, Ma, you eat it. I don't want it. And so give it up. Give it up to your guru. Give it up to your guide. Whoever your guru is, offer it to them. Just try. Try to be right here. Open. Honest. Take everything that happens to you and use it in relation to your awakening to God. Right here. And when you walk out into the night, take in the feelings in your body, the lights, walking on the earth, whatever is around you, take it all in, in love. Don't worship the feelings and don't run from them. Acknowledge them. Allow them. They are all a part of the dance with me. Just play with God, but play in such a way that you get home. Don't play in such a way that you get lost. You get home by remembering. You keep remembering and remembering again and again you remember. Love is eternal. It is my burning flame. My love is a fire that never goes out and yet the Holy Spirit knows no true name. Life after life we grow and develop. And so I ask what makes you come alive. Is it a lover alone? Or is it that burning spirit that makes your pulse thrive? The pure love you found with the Empress was my Shakti flowing through. You found my essence of purity within her body, and so it was I looking back out at you. Again and again you find me, deeper and more profound than many other men. What drew you to the Empress is the same love that connects all creatures with the Divine Feminine. This rush is like an electric bond that refuses to give way. Because the moment you found union with me was when you realized that the grace of love is the place your heart is meant to stay. You found a link to my creative powers, and so I was with you when Shakti started to surge. I am true love when two become one. I am union when two flames converge. She said. Every moment with her felt like I was home, and so I came to stand beside her when we looked out at the two giant pillars situated around her throne. My link has been lost, and our love is the way we get it back. All healing comes through the numinous. See, every moment, challenge, and task is a sacred and divine act. All offerings to Earth are prayers back to me. And so I ask, are you the rare artifact who will protect my land and set all my creatures free? She asked. The question was not am I willing to sacrifice, but when I was going to sacrifice. All the while, I knew that bringing her unconscious depths back to the surface could require quite the price. Time and time again, you come back to find me. And time and time again, the sacred path of the warrior is revealed. The left-hand path is my secret teaching, and it is through this way that our world can be healed. Join intellect with understanding. Bridge the link between heaven and earth. Take the Father's light of wisdom throughout the tree of life so that I can supply endless love to all plants, people, and creatures that I birth. There is light left on the planet. This is the Sangha, or spiritual unity. And the light that is left is the essence of a sane community. Whatever is required, 
take up all the hardships as an offering back to me. Do whatever it takes, as these journeys are the link that sets my world free, she said. She touched the ankh in my heart once more. There her form changed again. This time she became the force of primordial cosmic energy, and this was the enlightened state to where our souls transcend. And how can I succeed? How can I help the creatures you have birthed? How am I called to serve the endless spring of your enlightened energy to bridge the link between heaven and earth? When you get back to the land, meet me under the moon, and there you'll see just how deep I shift and change. Our love will grow inside of each other, and as long as you stay on the path, everything else will be arranged, she said. But how will I find you? Look for the woman at the last gate. She'll be dressed as your bride and wife. You may not remember, but we've been waiting for you life after life, she said. Her spark had been shared with me, and so the link was connected back to her enlightened energy. I took hold of the swords and lightning bolt before I stepped onto the path as I was in tune with her synergy. Waves of vigor like you've never seen swallowed me into her sea, gushing and erupting. I felt all of her sources pouring out into me. She spoke of a gateless gate, and this had access to a higher plane. Her energy was a door within the soul that carried the life force of love into every plant, person, and animal's veins. Like two serpents rising together, we danced around one central pole. Together we offered love to one another when I closed my eyes, picturing the moment I first found union with her soul. Forward beyond death, she was eternal life. One with creation, and so I carried onward while my hand held her divine enlightened knife. Everywhere I walked felt like a path back into her, as if all the aspects of the universe were one. She showed me the harmony of paradise beyond words. Forever I'd remember the moment I looked into her eyes, and her ocean of bliss that pulled me within. I was always heading deeper through her depths, to touch her inner grace, where the understanding of creation begins. But who was she really, I wondered. I'd traveled a good distance from her throne, and I could still feel her with me from the moment she touched the ankh in my heart. Every channel in my essence was clear when I pictured her, and now I knew that she and I would never be apart. I am the creatrix called Shakti, her voice whispered through the wind and over the cosmic sea. I am the supreme goddess, the energy within Mother Mary, Isis, Sophia, Shekinah, and the great goddess of learning named Saraswati. Without me there is no universe and there is no man. I am the dynamic force of energy that cultivates all planets, stars, and sustainable life blossoming upon all lands. I am Kuan Yin and Hera. I am the goddess who is seated upon the lion named Mahadevi. No one can defeat me because no one knows me. She looked down upon my face with such grace, and as I looked upon her infinity, I realized everything everywhere was made with her endless space. You are the great God, as you are within my soul that carries on after I die. But please, dear goddess, then who am I? You are my son, and within every woman you will find me as your mother. Wherever you see another soul or creature, there you will see me at the heart of all your sisters and brothers. This light is my Shiva. We are the hero of our story, 
and you are the warrior who walks the left-hand path. I will call you my Agori, said Shakti, 